You are listening to the Open Mic Comedy Show on the Colorado Comedy Show's virtual broadcasting network. This episode was recorded on February 22nd, 2021 in front of a virtually awesome audience. Get ready to laugh in five, four, three. Thank you very much. Um, and if you want, then like, who's that handsome man cruising right across my YouTube screen? That's Mike Langworthy, your host of the Open Mic Comedy Show. One more time for Mike Langworthy. Yay! You got a haircut too. I got a haircut since the last time I did the open mic, so um, I feel much better. It's the first time I had my haircut since the pandemic started. Since before the pandemic started, to be honest with you. Um, and what am I if I'm not honest, really, when you come right down to it? I was reflecting. This is going to be brief. Um, this is going to be brief, like a, like a Jessica Misra introduction. Um, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> part one of in, folks. <laughs> I'll start the clock. You can start the clock now because I've already mentioned her name once. And I'm still, <laughs> I'm still in the opening borrow. I'm in the opening borrow log. Um, so. I saw Four Weddings and a Funeral for the first time, finally. And as far as a critique of the movie is concerned, this is my review of the movie. W.H. Auden was a great poet. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you've seen the movie, you know what I mean. If you don't, there's, uh, there's something for you to look up. Anyway. Um, you don't just laugh, you learn here at the open mic. Right. Sometimes not even, <laughs> sometimes only learn. Um, right. But anyway, at one point, at one point, uh, Andy McDowell and uh, Hugh Grant are at some table and they are, they're just like, you know, diabetes inducingly in love from the moment they see each other. And uh, she's talking about, She's just listing all of the men that she slept with in her life. And um, he's commenting every time she says something, she's talking, he's talking another reason why he hates another guy. And I was thinking that's actually a good litmus test. If you're, if you're single and, and you're thinking about, if you find somebody, you know, and you think this might be the one, you really should ask that question. How many people have you slept with before me? And the way you did, but the test doesn't work the same way it works like in the movie. The, the test in my mind, in mind works like, you hope, you hope you get a woman who says, oh God, I can't, I don't know. I, I haven't kept tracks, a lot. And um, if you don't care, she's probably a keeper. Um, <laughs> That's the way I feel about it. And, and you know what, in, a, in an uncharacteristic uh, attempt to be disciplined tonight, I'm going to uh, introduce the first act right away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what do we owe this honor, Mike? <laughs> Transatlantic uh, political intrigue. Uh, we have a Romanian, um, a Romanian dweller, if not national yet, 
His name is James Longshore. He's been with us many times, and he always brings a fresh perspective on the human condition. And um, I think you'll enjoy him. So everybody should clap for James Longshore. Hey, I'm, I'm going first. Are you trying to get me out of the way, Mike? Because <laughs> <laughs> usually when I go first, you know, the, the host either is hitting on me, could be, um, or, you know, uh, trying to get me out of the way. And if that's the case, that's okay. I am always trying to get myself out of the way, but I wake up, there I am, you know, I have dinner, there I am, I can't get myself is, out of the way. Is the question anyway. rhetorical? <laughs> no, Mike, it is not. So. All right, well, in that case, I'm not, given the two choices, I'm not hitting on you. Go ahead. Oh, uh. I did not want to have to turn him down. <laughs> Woo! Um, so yes, uh, my name is James Longshore, but you can call me Edward James almost because I am going to stand and deliver some jokes. Hello! <laughs> and, and I might almost be funny. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I can't help obscure 80s references. Just call me Laura Branigan because I've got no self-control. Uh. <laughs> Some of you got one or both of those references. Congratulations. You just qualified for getting the vaccine first. Um, Yay. <laughs> so some of you who do know me are probably wondering, did he follow Mike's lead and get a haircut too? Um, and, and, and yes, I did get a haircut, but not on purpose. Um, I mean, it was on purpose, but I was the victim of a hair sedent. Yes. Uh, which was, <laughs> it's not funny. I, I went to a Romanian hairdresser, not speaking Romanian well enough. Uh. No, but, uh, and so that's how I ended up with what I call my <laughs> Motley crew cut. Uh, <laughs> no, it's awful. I look like I'm auditioning for a biopic about storming the Capitol, you know? <laughs> which, which um, by the way, I am an actor. So, you know, if you see a casting call or, you know, I know, Mike, you've got connections in showbiz. Uh, if you know anyone who's making a movie about that, give me a call. I can play against type. Um, no, but seriously, having this haircut is like being a Muslim in October 2001. Um, <laughs> uh, I definitely cannot express my views on race relations with this haircut. Um, but speaking of those guys, I wanted to tell a couple of jokes before it goes out of style. Um, before all those jokes about that go out of style. Now, uh, they didn't manage to overthrow the government, but what if they had? Like, how do you congratulate someone who's just overthrown the government? <laughs> Kudos. <laughs> Kudos. Um, yeah. And uh, where does somebody who overthrows a government grow up? I don't In know. a cocoon. Huh. Oh, no. What disease does he? What disease does he have? Any guesses? What disease? Cooties. Go. Uh, 
<laughs> How does he fall in love? How does he fall in love? He gets shot by Cupid's arrow. Oh. I put the middle ones, you know, I put the mediocre ones in the middle so I can start and end with a bang. That's what the professionals do. Yeah. Right, Mike? Right? Sure. Yeah. Is he a professional? Does he even have a license to be here? I'm just wondering. <laughs> hey, hey, man, watch it. Watch what? <laughs> uh, no. So how do you, uh, this is important, guys. This is a good tip. How do you overthrow a government at a discount? Uh, Use a coupon? coupon. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just going to toss that puts to rest any questions of my professionalism. <laughs> and uh, finally, what is the best soundtrack for overthrowing the government? Cool. Motley Crue. Cool. Uh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, before I finish, I don't want to leave out Chuck, of course. Um, I've been talking to Mike. I don't want to leave out Chuck. I got an email from Chuck recently, and it, it said, Chuck Roy, chairman. And I'm like, what is he the chairman of? And then I realized, oh, he's only been a chairman since COVID started. Before that, he was probably telling jokes standing up. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> You are correct, sir. <laughs> anyway, listen, guys. Um, my movie is in theaters in Colorado, The World to Come, starring me as Rapey Guy. Well. <laughs> not starring. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, it's in like Boulder and Aurora. I don't know where that is in relation to you. I don't look at maps. I Google. Very close. Very close. How's my time, Mike? It's you got like 30 seconds. All right. Well, uh, before I go, you all know that um, my father is a longtime fan of the open mic show. And uh, at least the episodes I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned 75 this weekend. 75 guys. Oh, happy I said, birthday. I said, Dad, don't worry, you can still be president. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. And you got my vote. How about a happy birthday for my dad, everybody? Yeah. Hey. Happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday. James Listen. Longworth's daughter, father, whatever you are. Uh, is it James? He puts, the, he puts the JP in J Plon. Yeah. Woo! All right. <laughs> All right. And the lawn, but you know what? Who's counting? Uh. Okay. I know. Thanks for the time, Mike. Thank you, everybody. You're very welcome, yeah. James. You're very welcome. Say hello to Dracul when you see him. Um, <laughs> um, uh, you know, when I first met Jessica, um, she was a little raw, you know, a little, <laughs> little hesitant about her stand-up and... and uh, and you'll be impressed at how much she's improved when I introduce her tonight. But before that. Hey Mike, yeah. Um, before you get to introducing Jessica, uh, yeah. I think we should say hello to Natalie. Uh, yeah, I was just, just going to start to say hello to Natalie. Well, our, uh, yeah, we have a few customers, uh, the Longshore. Right? The Longshores, of course, Long, the, they are Longshore, longshore uh, 
watchers, first time callers, and yes, and uh, Natalie, uh, you're new. Uh, I think. Don't forget and, uh, me, Chuck. Don't forget me. Well, uh, if you like to watch the show, you're welcome to. Uh, hello, we see you chatting, uh, and you're welcome <laughs> to turn your camera on or off, mic on or off. If that helps you enjoy the show, yeah, or us to enjoy your laugh, enjoy or you show. leave them off, you do you. It's uh, your space. Enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> You know, I've seen some of these comedians, frankly, turning your microphone on may not, uh, you know, increase the amount of laughter. Um, uh, 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 a yeah, very jealous group, by the way. And a little tip for you, uh, Natalie, when you go to a comedy club for real after the pandemic is over um, and comedy jumps up on stage and says, hey, how y'all doing tonight? He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we care. Uh, uh, that, we in, care. In, in quotation marks, what it means is, why am I not a star so I don't have to work in this shithole club? That's what he's <laughs> saying when you say, hey, how y'all doing tonight? Just so you know. Um, but anyway, right. hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> All right. Um, Later on throughout the show, Mike is going to be doing some of the hits from his first album, uh, Why Am I In This Shithole Club? Uh, uh, <laughs> actually my first it. album was why am i working this shithole cave <laughs> uh, hey how about those cro magnon men huh and, uh, <laughs> now back to mike langworthy yeah well so anyway uh i was talking i was mentioning how jessica has really come a long ways and um so has this guy <clears throat> yale Yale uh, Hollander is our next performer, and you're going to like him a lot, and I'll make various ill-considered and not very polite remarks after he's done. <laughs> Please welcome Yale Hollander, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Woo! you. Woo! Thank you, Mike. I am indeed happy to be here. Um, I do care. I, I do care how everybody's doing tonight. Um, I'd probably care more if I was in a room with you all and you could get me sick, but... Hey, I actually, number one, I did get those 80s references, James. And number two, I did get my first COVID shot today. That Woo! is not a joke. That is that is the truth. It was quick. It was painless. Not feeling any side effects yet. Um, but it was great afterwards to kind of feel a little bit better. I ran a few errands um, after I got the shot. Um, I uh, bought an Xbox. I was very excited about that. I bought a Windows phone. Um, I bought a uh, lifetime subscription to Office 365. So, you know, uh, it's going it, it's going great so far. Uh, very happy um, uh, to have gotten that COVID shot. And I'm sure there is, you know, no connection to Bill Gates or anything like that having to do with, with the shot. I'm pretty sure about that. <laughs> I will say this, though. Um, hospitals do not think it's funny. Uh, when you attempt to walk out of their vaccine clinic wearing a uh, a werewolf mask, uh, they do not. <laughs> uh, boy, I tell you what, it has been a tough week in Texas. Um, they could not handle all of that uh, white stuff falling out of the sky. Uh, it's actually, uh, you guys, it's been a tough week in Denver too, with all that uh, flight stuff coming out of the sky as well. Hello. Um, but, uh, <laughs> the Texans, I got to tell you, um, 
if they, if they learned one lesson this week, it's that I think they uh, are now having second thoughts about ever seceding from the United States, um, as they were talking about doing uh, right after uh, right after the election. Although it really is kind of a moot point when you think about it, because if there's one thing the United States does really well, it's invade oil-rich countries and install a government that's sympathetic to the current administration so they wouldn't have had independence uh, for very long that's that's my guess um speaking of speaking of energy and uh cold weather it was pretty cold here i'm in st louis it was uh, pretty cold over the last couple of weeks this is my basement where i'm at now um it got so cold down here that i uh, plugged in an electric space heater uh down here that's how cold it got that i i needed that uh, and within an hour, it had melted the outlet into which it had been plugged. Uh, that is not a joke. Uh, apparently, it was sending a real bad smell upstairs. Uh, not unlike uh, if, say, we poured an entire bottle of Abercrombie and Fitch cologne on a horse and then lit it on fire. Um, the horse is dead. The, the, the horse is dead. Uh, died of old age, natural causes, no animals were harmed. Thinking of this joke. Uh, but my 16-year-old daughter yells down, Dad, is something burning down there? Something smells terrible. And so instinctively, what do I do? I turn the volume down on what I'm listening to. I don't know why um, eliminating background noise would somehow or another sharpen my sense of smell. But that was just the reaction I had. And, yeah, um, it, uh, it, it, it melted the outlet. So that was, uh, that was the end of that. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of thinking about Phil Collins lately, as as we're wont to do. Yeah. Uh, Phil Collins, in my opinion, is the most talented and most successful musician in the history of music. And let me explain to you why I believe that is the case. <laughs> Phil Collins, his first six solo albums went platinum. Notwithstanding the fact that Phil Collins put his face on all six covers of those <laughs> albums. So if, if you can sell a million copies of an album that has Phil Collins's face larger than life on it, you are doing something right. So, you know, I got to tell you, um, Danny DeVito is a heck of an actor, but you don't see studios plastering a movie poster with Danny DeVito's face on it. He does okay for himself, but he didn't have that Phil Collins face. Um, on the entertainment front as well, uh, the quarantine has meant that I've been forced to watch a lot of really awful television with my wife. She loves HGTV. She loves this show called The Property Brothers, which I had never seen before. I sat down. Apparently, one of the brothers is like an interior designer and the other brother is in real estate and i turned to my wife and i said you mean to tell me both of these guys work on houses both of these guys make their living on houses and their last name is property i said how ironic is that and she turned to me and she goes what kind of a fucking idiot are you <laughs> that's not irony it's coincidence all right that's my time i'm yale hollander yeah Dale Hollander, ladies and gentlemen. And I see how I managed to uh, not refer to his name as being Yale and uh, Hollander, which is uh, the ethnic group that we used to do when we did the uh, cruel, insensitive, <laughs> two dimensional 
ethnic jokes that have been popular in America ever since there's been an America. <laughs> not during his act, anyway. I waited until it was over. Um, <laughs> but he's a funny guy, lawyer. Yeah, you guys haven't been able to joke about that since your Skull and Bones reunions. Yeah. <laughs> that my group of Skull and Bones was just a little different than the usual. Um, a lot of people think associated with Yale. I associated with mastodon hunting. So, <laughs> the Skull and Bones Society danced around a campfire and prayed to the thunder god to bring us rain. Um, I have a group of twinks I call my Skull and Boners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he dreams of a, of a meeting a 21-year-old man with a flat head so he can rest his drink. Well, um, 25 and a trust fund. Because um, <laughs> it's important that he's 25, not 21. Yeah, um, you know, it's just that maturity. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're looking for, maturity. All right. <laughs> Chuck Roy. Chuck Roy seeks mature man in mid-20s. <laughs> long walks in park. It's not that long. Years. Come on. All right, never mind. Come on. All right. Say that. <laughs> does a great job of, of, of doing this show and he produces it he gets all these people to come and perform in it and then what do i do i make fun i make fun i, I would hate me if i were him all right um our next performer is another one of our uh recently become regular guys here who uh, well he's not a regular guy and you'll definitely see that in a couple of minutes. But um, <laughs> there's another thing about Jessica Misra that I just thought I'd throw. <laughs> um, she's of, of South Asian ancestry, I believe, or at least partly, and also from Iowa. And yet she lives in Chicago. So she's really, you know, she is... Uh, living in the hog butcher of the world and she's also part of this vast melting pot that is America and um, please welcome if you will Jeffrey Burden the second yeah. yeah thank you thank you Mike hello everybody um, well uh, Jeffrey I Jeffrey Burden the second it's so I, it's it, <laughs> it, it, it has a Shakespearean ring to it you know it's like uh, if comedy be the food of love joke on you know uh, but, uh, <laughs> or comedy of errors if you will <laughs> yeah um, I uh, guys I, I you know I uh, I, I try to uh, appreciate I do I try to I try you appreciate my parents, especially, you know, more and more now they're getting up there and God love them. You know, we have, we have our issues, but I, I, I still talk to them. You know, I, I, I stay in touch with them. And, and I'm talking to my dad the other day and, you know, my dad, I didn't grow up with my dad. He left when I was three, but we, we you know, we, we saw each other a year, uh, I mean, once or twice a year. And I'm talking to him on the phone recently and he gets he's so poetic. He says to me, he's like, uh, son, you know, I love you. Like the, uh, I love you. Like, I love you. Like the blue in the sky. And, and and the water and the rain and the yellow <laughs> and, and, and the yellow and the sun. I'm like, I get it, Dad. You, you 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 love me like the brown and the poo. I get it. I get it. I get. It. I understand. <laughs> Loud and clear, Dad. I, I just you know. And, and God love him. He's got these. He's, he has these. Um, 
you know, he's got these conspiracy uh, conspiracy theories about COVID, right? Uh, the uh, the, the uh, uh, vaccination, and you know, he, he says, you know, Jeffrey, uh, you don't you don't hear of people die. People, everybody's dying of COVID now. You don't hear of people dying of the flu anymore. I'm like, Dad, you lost your hearing like five decades ago. You don't you don't really hear anything nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Are you wearing the hearing aids, Dad? You know, like I, I just, I, I wonder. You know, it's like you know when he was at his wedding. I wonder if he heard the officiate in sickness and in health. And he was like, "What? What? Sorry, I didn't catch. No, the death. No, you know, um, my mom. I, honey, you got to pay attention here. You know, I'm just gonna make some babies and see if it works out. I don't know. You know, we'll give it a shot. Um, I don't know, guys. Still working on that bit. So, uh, I beg your pardon. I. Uh, my wife has, uh, she, God love her. I don't, I, I don't have any biological children, you guys. Um, it, it's really better for the whole universe that way. Um, I, uh, but I, yeah, I didn't make any babies. My wife's got three wonderful boys. And I was just like, you know, we don't need any more. We're good. We don't need any more. You know, she just keeps taking in living things. You know, we've got a, we've got a grandson, you know, crazy about him. Now she's got sugar gliders and, 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 and the sugar gliders had babies, right? Uh, 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 a boy and a girl. And my wife says to me, I have to separate the girl from the, the, the father. And I'm like, why is that? She's like, cause the father will try to fuck it, you know? Uh -huh. And, uh, well, she said mate with, I said, fuck it, but why sugarcoated everybody? It's what's going on. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, the sugar gliders after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, and uh, I, I just, you know, that would be that would just be an awful conversation, you know, because, you know, a while back, the 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 boy, the baby boy sugar glider wasn't developing properly. And, 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 and then one day the mother swooped down and starts eating its head, and, you know, dead. It's dead. Right. It's gone. It's no longer with us. And uh, that would just be an awfully an awfully awkward family conversation. You know, it's like you sleep with our daughter. Well, you ate our son's head, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it sounds like a conversation in my family, quite honestly. Um, no, 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 no. That's that's not. Nobody had their head eaten in my family. Okay, nobody had their head eaten. Everybody. Um, <laughs> It's a thinker. We're working on that one, right? <laughs> um, what else is going on? I uh, I don't know, you guys. I I do enjoy I do enjoy spending time with my wife. It's it's great. It's a good time. It's better. It's 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 really it's better than holidays. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. It's not better than Halloween. Halloween's pretty cool, right? I really like Halloween, you know. But um, but you know, I I just. One day I decide not to go to work. I, I'm supposed to go to work and I'm like, God damn it. I'm not going today. I'm going to kill myself if I go to work. So we go down the road a piece and to, to this Amish restaurant and she, uh, we, uh, we, we, I'm sitting there eating this fried chicken. If you've ever had fried chicken, it is to everybody. If you haven't done it, you haven't lived, go eat some fried chicken from an Amish <laughs> restaurant. Delicious. And my wife, she, 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 she says, oh, my God, while I'm eating the chicken, she, I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I, I just got this message from my mother. Somebody killed themselves in the parking lot of your job. I'm like, I know the place is terrible. You can't go. You can't go. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a fun place, everybody. All right, everybody. My name's Jeffrey Burden II. You've been lovely. Thank you and have a great evening. Yeah. Woo. Nice job.
Nice job. Thank <laughs> you so much. I'm trying to wrap my head around an Amish restaurant. I mean, what do you have? What do you pay them in grain? and uh like it's bacon and eggs oh yes i can bring the bacon and eggs but then i'll have to pray over thee so that he doesn't go to hell (laughs) you've eaten the swine it's like horse trading for glue what i said it's like horse trading for some glue yeah (laughs) exactly All right, my friend. Um, every once in a while, uh, a performer comes along like Jessica Mizra and uh, <laughs> you know you're onto something. Um, and she'll be on soon. Um, our, ne- <laughs> our next performer is um, from uh, Long Island. You know, he's not from Long Island, but he lives in Long Island. And, and uh, you know, you know that you've been uh, using a lot of the same acts when you <laughs> recite their life story. Um, but anyway, he's a very funny guy. You like him a lot. Please welcome uh, Bruce Lipsky. Oh, Woo! thank you, thank you, thank you, Senior Commander. Woo! I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are talking about their parents and stuff. I'm really starting to worry about my dad. I had to make some appointments for him. He's convinced that Stand Up MRI is a comedy club. <laughs> so I actually got took, I took him to the hospital the other day for some tests and we're in the elevator and this technician wheels in this machine with all these tubes and hoses my father looks at him and says gee mister I hope you don't hook me up to that machine today the guy looks at him and says I hope not for your sake it's a carpet cleaner <laughs> so, and after the hospital I always like to take my parents out to breakfast so I took him to their favorite restaurant friendlies. Uh. The only problem is when my parents go out to eat, they don't go out to eat. They go out to complain. There's nothing friendly about them. If anything, it's more like lukewarm. (laughs) So we're in the restaurant and it's gotten to the point that it's so bad that waitresses come up to them and say, is anything okay? (laughs) (laughs) So my mother calls over the manager and says, mister, it's bad enough my toast is burnt. And my eggs are running. Why come they don't serve coffee in those nice brown friendly mugs anymore? <laughs> the manager said, lady, we had to stop because they kept on disappearing. She looks at him and says, oh, that's too bad. I only needed one more to complete my set. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a mother with a mug shot to be a mug thief. <laughs> it's really tough. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike was talking about being from Long Island, you know. And also, Yale was talking about his wife into the property brooks. My wife is hooked on those gardening shows. Okay? Love gardening. Where to gardening, like fair assessments or the property taxes on Long Island. <laughs> That's a bad thing. So we're the worst gardeners. Every year I'm out there breaking my back, you know, tilling the soil, planting and weeding and everything else like that. And the same result. Four rotten tomatoes, two weird-looking cucumbers, and something that resembles a zucchini. <laughs> so a few years ago my wife says you gotta spend the money spend the money so we've had a new routine four hundred dollars on tomato cages special soil raised beds <laughs> and a thirty seven hundred dollar watering system <laughs> similar results four rotten tomatoes two cucumbers two zucchinis and a thirty seven hundred dollar green pepper 
For <laughs> that, I could have bought the projects department out at Whole Foods. But huh. last season, we got said we got to change this. My neighbor Dominic grows the best garden, basketball-sized tomatoes, three-foot-long cucumbers, seven-pound zucchinis. And I said, "What's your specialty? What What's the secret over here?" He says three words: red fox urine. <laughs> I said, "That's impossible. He's been dead for thirty years." <laughs> He says, no, you need the urine of a natural predator. A Harvey Weinstein? Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> no, 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 the four-legged predator. <clears throat> so I followed his advice. I bought the red fox urine and did everything else. And guess what? Four, four tomatoes, three cucumbers, two zucchinis, a dozen rabbits, and this big patch of green. I call it weeds. My wife calls it kale. <laughs> <laughs> And now we're stuck with all this kale. She's become a kale alcoholic. I think kale is the bitter brother of lettuce. <laughs> and, and she's so proud of her. She's so proud of her new recipes. She offered to make me a kale smoothie the other day. I said, unless there's vodka in there, don't even bother. But to me, no recipe ends well when the first ingredient is kale. And the, and the problem with kale is it tastes like kale. But the most interesting thing about kale, to properly cook it, you must massage the leaves. And I caught my wife for 20 minutes massaging the leaves with a big smile on her face. You know, but anyway, when she massages the kale, there's never going to be a happy ending for me. So that's just the way it goes. But uh, on the way over, before I was Zoom here, I had to go to CVS. I had a stomachache. And so I went to the front there and... Uh, um, you know, I had to go to the bathroom really badly uh, while I was at the store. And they, there was a sign that says bathrooms for patrons only. So I quickly spent 99 cents on a pack of tones. I ran to the bathroom, did my business. But afterwards, I realized they had no toilet paper there. Now I realize why they give you 27 feet of receipt. <laughs> <laughs> 27 feet of receipt. 27 feet of receipt. <laughs> and if you ever looked at these receipts, you know, I'm looking at the receipt. They actually know what I'm buying. You know, Lipsky, I don't know if I can get this on camera too well, but anyway, you get the idea. I'm looking at this receipt and it says, congratulations, 20% off on Metamucil. <laughs> gallon size. Um, gallon size? Yeah. <laughs> um, 5,000 packs. This is amazing here. And what else here? The pens. Buy one, get two free. This is fantastic. <laughs> There's a note here from the pharmacist. He says, I see you've been having some problems with your stomach. Perhaps you should stay away from friendlies. <laughs> That's my time. Thank you very much. <laughs> that, uh, for those of you, for you kids that are just starting out in the game, that's called a callback. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work on this receipt thing over here, though. Yeah. Ring -a -ding -ding, ring -a -ding. yeah, maybe you could crinkle it more so you cover up more of your dialogue. And another thing I have in common with Jessica, we're both left-handed, by the way. Oh, <laughs> hello. It's the, hey, you know, it's funny you should bring up Miss Jessica. Um, um, uh, we have a lot of fun with her every week because uh, somehow one week, 
the introduction ran a little bit long and made fun of me, including Jessica, who just busted my chops a lot, you know. So we decided to make a bit out of it. And I feel a little bad about it because, you know, especially as more people get to know who she is, people are going to be saying, well, she's not on. Oh, come on, man. You know, um, um, I guess, uh, Chuck, without um, further ado. I got to tell you, the people out there on YouTube have been asking, you know, uh, more and more about us and just wondering, are there any other shows that are as good as Jessica's introduction? And uh huh. Yeah. How, where can you find Jessica's introductions in the past? They're located at Colorado Comedy Shows on YouTube. You just go right to our channel and you can watch all of the greatest hits of Jessica's introductions. I uh, uh, also want to point out Gladys, our cashier. Uh, she's just thrilled with how often <laughs> you're interrupting Jessica's uh, introductions with some of the hottest bits. Even my local fire department. Thanks. Uh -huh. They're rushing to get back to the station so they can listen to her set. Um, right. Uh, He's on fire that's tonight. How, that's how funny she is. You know? I, know at I least... don't even want to bring up Magic Moments, which is a great charity uh, that my daughter is involved with that is about musical comedy for people with special needs and for people who are not uh, people with special needs working together the shows are wonderful i i help write it every year i don't even want to talk about that because i'm so i angry. wish you would you know <laughs> look there's a card here go to magicmomentsinc.org donate money you won't regret it uh, well, I think we're, like yeah. jessica's material is connected it's current it's oftentimes <laughs> theatrical so are the shows put on by no, Magic Moments jokes, Incorporated. Jokes have right? elevating connections is what I think you're trying to say. Like, uh, you know, there's there's magic moments and then there's times where there's elevating connections. And that's yeah. yet another great charity that benefits from the ticket mm -hmm. sales uh, to people who want to buy tickets to come watch you introduce Jessica. That's uh, um, exactly we right. donate 10% of your introductions and 10% of ticket sales to Elevating Connections, which uh, help programs for youth who are separated from their siblings by foster care. Mm -hmm. uh, as much as Jessica's introductions can be separated from Jessica, <laughs> um, young and, people. And the irony is that Jessica's favorite dessert is Bananas Foster. <laughs> Thank you. How am I going to segue to foster care kids being separated, you know, and then there you are, you're helping get the jokes. Um, look, uh, during the show, we raise money and awareness for great charities. And uh, we also just, we tease Jessica. So, uh, you, you know, I think point made people. So without any... Uh... Without any further ado, unless uh, Bruce or, or Yale has anything to say. This is a do-do run-on introduction. Do, do, we do run-on, that's no Sorry. question. It's a Sean Cassidy from, joke. From Chi-Town. America's Breadbasket. Please welcome Jessica Misra. Yes. He yeah. is not America's Breadbasket. She's in America's Breadbasket, but go ahead. <laughs> 
Well, I'm so gullible. I really thought you guys were going to bring me up when you introduced me. I was like, <laughs> I was like so prepared. <laughs> I should have known there'd be a, a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> we're working on that for next week. <laughs> um, so, this is her life, Jessica Mizra. <laughs> Um, so I, I, I don't care if men are growers or showers. Uh, I think it's fucked up that nature has that technology and pregnant women still have stretch marks, you know, it's like, why can't I be, why, why can't I go back to my original size too? You know, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like nature is like kind of like vindictive. She's like, I want men to have small penises and women to have huge stomachs. <laughs> mean girl. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's all i have to say about her Bye. yeah i got him uh, james's uh profile picture is me getting mother nature right now <laughs> <laughs> um so I, I read on the internet this idea that like if you uh ask your parents to write like a chapter about their lives before they were parents you know it's a great way to like learn about them as like people and uh, i asked my mom to do that and she goes "Ugh, what are you doing giving me homework <laughs> <laughs> and I was like you're a journalism major you had a job in this <laughs> the, the way my mom works is she'll here's how she like describes people she'll describe them by the nearest illness to them you know she'll be like do you remember my friend Melissa and I'll be like I have no idea who Melissa is and then she'll be like you know her daughter has cerebral palsy uh they had to move next to the hospital her husband has this like throat thing where he has to drink sparkling water or else it feels like he's having a heart attack and it's like I don't know how this describes Melissa but you really bummed me out <laughs> <laughs> you know like like one time I tried to tell her a funny story about my day and she goes that reminds me of this man whose wife had just died and he was sitting on the subway and his kids were just sitting everywhere, like just wreaking havoc on the subway. And finally someone plucked up the courage to be like, your kids are being running amok. You know, you need to control them. And then the man looks at him and he goes, I'm so sorry, their mother just died. And she's my wife and it just happened 20 minutes ago and we're still trying to process it. <laughs> and I was like, that's what my funny story reminded you of? <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to tell you about my day anymore if you're going to like really uh, tank the energy, Jane. Um, uh, I um, uh, I do think it is hard to be a parent, though, because the, the stakes are so high. It seems intense, right? Because like if your parent doesn't text you back, you know, you're like, oh, my God, the person that literally gave me life can't even make time to text me back. Uh but if your friend doesn't text you back, you're like, ugh, Jane is annoying. <laughs> she's so busy all the time. <laughs> it's like, maybe your mom is also busy. I mean, she's probably not, but, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, th I think it's really easy to talk about your depression when you're doing really well, you know? <laughs> My mother's goes to me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes you learn. Sometimes you laugh. Sometimes you enjoy someone else's joke during. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I feel like depression is really easy to talk about, you know, when you're having a great time, you know, like I have to have the best day of my life to tell my therapist, you know, sometimes I do get sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's like, that's a excellent joke. Um, <laughs> so my, uh, <laughs> 
my, my neighbor is, uh, I know it's his New Year's resolution to lose weight through the power of jump rope. Um, my, upstore, my, upstairs, my upstairs neighbor. Um, at first, I just thought he lasted really long during sex. I was like, whoa, he is, <laughs> he is shaking the ceiling fan for hours. Um, but, but I now know it's a New Year's resolution. And I know that because it stopped two weeks in January. And, and it won't con- and it will pick up in December. Um, and it's crazy. Uh, okay, so I have I don't really do impressions usually, but this this is my impression of Rodney Dangerfield as a millennial. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> uh, I, I don't I, I feel like every time I do Rodney, I do it like Italian. <laughs> My wife told me she uh, she couldn't talk to me right now because she's unplugging from her phone. Then she liked my Instagram pic. That's Rodney Dangerfield as a millennial. Um, I think that's genuinely all I have. Is that one? Well, wait, let me see. I'm timing this. Oh, I didn't hit record. Oh my God, <laughs> every fucking time. <laughs> okay, so I think that that is my time. Um, well, if you, yeah, you're about at time, if that was what you're trying to find out, but if you're trying to record it all, this was gold. <laughs> <laughs> Best set ever. Uh, thank you so much, that's my time. <laughs> Jessica Misra. She goes short so we can go long on the introduction. That is, that's <laughs> That is a team player, ladies and gentlemen. I put you got to give the people chat. what they want. I put it in the chat, but I need to say it out loud because uh, I like the way I'm going to do it. This is Jessica's mom when she finally picks up the phone. Oh, uh, hi, Jess. I was just going to call you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what I'm saying... <laughs> That's like verbatim what she says to me when she picks up the phone. <laughs> But also, I'm I'm only calling for the net the Netflix password. So it's like, who really is the worst <laughs> of the two? You may have brought this on yourself, Jess. That's what I. Think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, hi, Jess. I was just thinking about what it would have been like to have a daughter who would do something for me. <laughs> so, no, but I'm not busy. Go ahead. What's your, <laughs> what's your problem? What do you need? <laughs> That's what my mother would say if she weren't dead. But um, no, oh. oh, come on, it was her time. I know because she didn't struggle when I put the pillow over. Hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> if she wouldn't. I really don't think it's important to get into this in a substantive way. If she wasn't dead, wouldn't she be saying, let me out of here, let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> She did her man trapped in a box voice the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what she was doing. Uh, anyway, that's not true. Come on. Jesus. <laughs> he died of an excess of judgmentalism. It's a pandemic. Talk about COVID. That's nothing compared to the judgmental pandemic that's going on in the Midwest. Um, and I think Jessica can back me up on that, coming from Iowa, Iowa, if she does. Can, so I, can I just talk about how you said that, like, I'm a melting pot, and two of the three places were from the Midwest, a place that actively rejects the melting. Of the 
that's what's so funny to me is that you're you're living out there. It's just like uh, there are so many places, so many places, even in America, where your family could have been accepted. <laughs> so they chose Iowa. I don't know if it was it to toughen you up. Was it just because <laughs> self-image problems, born of backgrounds in the third world countries? Uh, <laughs> it is a true story. Before I bring my the next performer, who is just wonderful, and um, I'm not going to go into a long introduction about him. This is a joke. That's not a purpose. Yeah. Anyway, I was uh, at this. The president of this golf club that I belonged to at one time was a man of South Asian extraction, and he was also a, like a rock ribbed Republican capitalist market guy. And at one point, uh, I he said something about a rising tide lifts all boats. So you just try to help the richest people. And it's like, that's their version of trickle down economics. Yeah. The rising tide lifts all boats. And I said, are you kidding? you're kidding me, right? Because you come from India. There's a billion, 100 million people living there right now. Most of whom are starving. He says, yeah, but the top 100 million are doing pretty good. <laughs> it's just a billion starving people then. Okay, good. All right. Anyway, that's not a joke. It's just a true story. Um, so uh, <laughs> that I like, I appreciate, I admire you for giving me that laugh at laugh, not the laugh with laugh. I appreciate that. Um, anyway. my, mom, my mom would love that story. <laughs> I'm sure she would. <laughs> um, um, anyway, anybody with, anybody with a conscience would just nod their head and go, yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> Mumbai in a nutshell. Uh, there's actually more Bollywood stars than there are uh, people living in Bangladesh. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> I, I'm saying it's a big film industry. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Thanks for globalization splitting that to us. I'm trying to make sure gets the joke. That's my thing. That's why I'm crazy that way. Anyway... Our next performer is somebody I really, really, really adore, and not on a personal creepy level. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm close to the idea; it just hasn't happened yet. Um, <laughs> but he's a very, very funny guy who often does character stuff. Often performs uh, under his own moniker, as we like to call it. Who calls it that? Nobody calls it. That. <laughs> anyway, uh, please welcome Ed Smythe. Ed Smythe. Great, thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Well, let's get started with some fun stuff now. And uh, here we go with the Antifa, our sponsor tonight, Antifa Acting School. Uh, Hello, I'm Art Wisanowski. Like you, I've often looked for a satisfying career choice. Have you ever thought about being an Antifa? Well, think about joining the Antifa Acting School. Yes, indeed, you can get paid well for embarrassing conservatives and a lot of right-wing wackos at rallies and insurrections. <laughs> yes, indeed. Do you think you might have it in you to be an Antifa? Well, try this simple quiz. Your cat throws up on the couch. Do you A, blame his food, B, blame his stomach, or C, blame socialists? Well, the answer, of course, is C. Try this one. 
You're at a rally, and someone asks you where they can stick their QAnon flag. You tell them, <laughs> A, B, on the back of a truck, or C, up his ass. You'd be surprised how many people accidentally choose C. Yes, if you think you can become an Antifa, we have workshops in blame throwing, in whataboutisms, and in illogical arguments. Sign up today for the Antifa Acting School. Well, that's our sponsor for tonight. And now it's time for Tampa Bay Buccaneers kinger, kicker Ryan Suckup. Oh, coach, I think it'd be great what kind of play you're coming up with next. You're the best. Yes, Tampa Bay kicker Ryan Suckup. Now it's time for. Now it's time for wrestling with my thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, and <laughs> to the ring in this corner, weighing 110 pounds with a record 34 days of existential angst, it's Eddie Ennui. And in this corner, 82 pounds, the master of checkbook disaster, the unpaid bills. Ding, ding. Well, there it is, wrestling with my thoughts. And now, it's time for some doors with When the Kazoo's Over. <laughs> when the music's over. When the music's over and over, <laughs> turn out the lights, turn out the lights, turn out the lights, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel my subscription to the resurrection. Cancel my subscription to the better homes and gardens. Cancel my membership to BJ's Wholesale Club. Cancel my delivery from the underwear of the month club. <laughs> Before I close my set, I want you to hear the scream of a butterfly. <laughs> a chuckle of the carpenter ant. <laughs> what have they done to earth? What have they done to our fair system? Ravaged and plundered and ripped her and bit her. Lit a bag of dog poop and threw it on her doorstep. Called her and asked her if her refrigerator is running. <laughs> I papered her house and sprayed cheese on her windows. 
pulled up her underwear and gave her a wedgie, tied her with silly string and dragged her down. I hear a very squeaky sound from a dog toy that's kind of round. So when the music's over, when the music's over, baby, we squeak up your toy, squeak up your toy, squeak up your toy. <laughs> there it is. Thank you, everyone. Back to Mike. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ed Smythe, ladies and gentlemen, Ed Smythe, uh, out on a day pass to do our show. Um, <laughs> you know, you're, I consistently laugh because that shit is out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Yeah, Chuck. Mike, speaking of out there, uh, yeah. Somewhere out there are our general admission customers, and we want to say thank you to them. We've arranged, the Colorado Comedy Show's virtual event staff has arranged some fun prizes for the Longshores oh, and for Natalie. So uh, <laughs> want to make sure uh, you get your prizes. First of all, these are popular. A trip to Cancun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can virtually go to Cancun, you know, anytime there's a deep freeze in your neighborhood and your Senate constituents uh, need you, you can just duck out to any one of these spots. Uh, in Cancun. Right. You know, so for the Longshores and Natalie, I hope you enjoy your stay in Cancun. We also got just a little appetizer tray, you know, a little mm. beer. Yeah, and some fried foods. Uh, I like the cheese sticks uh, at a comedy club. So enjoy uh, your free uh, uh, gifts. Just wanted to make sure. You don't think it's nice to call somebody a cheese dick on the show. Well, James Longshore is a fried cheese dick with the amount of weed he smokes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Folks are here. Right. What? What? Right. I don't know what you're even saying. What I sold him was oregano. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's been heavily spiced for over 20 years. What's the skinny on all those cocaine jokes? Um, oh. <laughs> that is wordplay. It is wordplay and prop comedy. Okay. It's your thing. No question about it. <clears throat> Right, we're playing prop comedy. I think that has, it has a welcome home here. Uh, we already have a carrot top, buddy. <laughs> Watermelons. <laughs> okay, good. Learn your history. Um, anyway, sorry, Chuck. I didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize. Just waiting for you to, you know, say maybe I was next or whoever was next. Well, you are next. I thought so. Uh, but I just thought that you had more um, things that you wanted to say of an important nature that I could interrupt and belittle, um, but I guess not. So anyway, um, Chuck produces our show. He's a very funny comedian and um, started out in Boston. Well, actually, he started out in New Hampshire, but then he grew up and went to Boston and then did comedy. And um, he's going to be uh, making you laugh 
with at least a 60-40 probability for the next five minutes. So please welcome <laughs> Roy. Thank you. Um, I put the 60 in 60-40. Um, Mike, earlier you mentioned a rising tide lifts all boats, and I agree. And thanks to global warming, many of those boats are on their way to Colorado. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a confession for you, Marcel Marceau uh, caught alive in, in his grave. <laughs> I just a little call back to what we brought up earlier. Um, you're right, Mike. My laundry is like a local Kmart folded. How, how in what way is what I was? Uh, sorry, Mike. I stepped all over your assistance to my joke. And, <laughs> Everybody laughed, and I appreciate your laugh at my laundry joke. It's <laughs> it's like rags to riches. Uh, <laughs> oh. It still worked, Chuck. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Mike, my dinner napkins are so square. Uh, How square are they? <laughs> Mike, my dinner napkins are so square, you'd think they were homeschooled. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> you don't believe in evolution that's how square they are <laughs> right. mike my freezer is so cold how cold is how it, cold is it? <laughs> i think it's shouldering a big beef with me oh no <laughs> mike my freezer is so cold how cold how cold is it mike my ice deported three neighbors Stormed the Capitol. That's how cold it is. Like I had a hot date this morning with the Kardashians. Uh, that's did. my code for taking out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I heard that the Mars rover found the source of your humor. Uh, distance. Really? <laughs> 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 Mike, you and I, we really struggled as MCs last night. If it was a baseball game, our scorecard would have read E equals MC squared. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a god awful joke. It's not a pro show, it's an open mic. <laughs> oh, it'll be great next week. Fix them. Punchline <laughs> <laughs> will be the quadratic <laughs> equation next week. <laughs> My impression of the Mars rover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mike still here? Did he leave? me? <laughs> <laughs> I always stop at traffic accidents too. <laughs> oh, that's because your jokes are like a Pratt and Whitney engine at 4,000. Oh. <laughs> They're on fire and scattered all over Colorado. <laughs> okay, that's it for me. Thank you. That was great. That's Chuck Roy. One more round of applause for Chuck Roy to, for producing. Yeah. For uh, the way he, every week he says, Mike, 
the Jessica Misery thing, it's over. So, <laughs> <laughs> they always trying to make the show better, but gotta uh, put it out of its misery. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's just about time to stop it. Uh-uh. Right, no. uh-huh. This has been a lovely show. Um, just the right number of comics, from my point of view. Um, we could right. made- Next time, we're going to get a host. <laughs> sorry, sorry my mind drifted. I didn't hear what you said. I was, I was uh, counting my giant pile of money. Um, anyway, <laughs> I don't know what you were talking about, but anyway, um, this has been a lovely show. Uh, we could probably have had a couple more comics, but not too many. It would have been, it was nice to have this group and this particular group. Hey, we nailed it. And I don't know uh, who what uh, James' parents' names are, but they're so loyal. <clears throat> John, uh, Miss, uh, Mr. John Longshore and Mrs. John Longshore. Oh, great. Surely sure. uh, <laughs> you know her name. <laughs> How'd I do there? <laughs> are you introducing them after their wedding? <laughs> uh, you know, Gave it, up her identity on, upon getting married. And it was it's just a thing people used to do. Um, and, uh, we ought to we'll wrap up I think we'll say thanks to Natalie uh, for being here as well I hope she enjoyed the show Natalie was a delightful guest and I'm glad she came I hope she comes again and asks her friends to come along with her next time um, and you want to bring us in for the big finale big dog yeah I'm all set for it what is the big finale I don't know I just thought it would be you saying goodnight throwing the everybody Miami Beach audiences are the greatest audiences in the world. Yeah. And if you know that <laughs> reference, tell me what it is. <laughs> <laughs>